Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey all you guys, gals and non-binary pals. I'm Nick. And I'm Maddie. And, and we're, we're the hosts, hosts of WTF, WTF is happening. happening. Australia's number one pop culture podcast as voted by our mums. We're here to be your weekly 60-minute pop culture catch-up. You can expect stories from our personal lives that basically guarantee we'll never get a date. Legendary guest interviews where we find out which cultural moments shaped their lives. And honestly, just a touch of like chaotic, frantic energy. Now, as soon as you're done with the iconic podcast you're listening to right now, go and listen and subscribe to us. Agreed. Cute. <laughs> Hi, Terrors. Oh, yeah, I literally forgot. <laughs> like, it's been two seconds and I forgot that there was a camera there. Oh, that. Can you imagine me trying to be like an actress? Also, this plant is up in my space right now. Yeah, I know, it just stabbed my arm. Do you like our decoration, guys? I hope you do. I brought it in from outside. <laughs> Alright, we should probably explain for the people who are listening to us. This is our first. Visual recording for the podcast as well as this uh, is going the on normal. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, the normal audio recording. So for people who can see us, hi, you can finally match the voices to the faces. We wanted to do this because the facial expressions we do and the hand motions we do <laughs> yeah. are hilarious and we never get it. No, so we don't. Uh, so we set up a cute little corner in Rachel's house and we put up a plant because we felt that it was a bit bare. I heaved it in from outside. <laughs> you it's on a stall. <laughs> he hoised it down with it. Didn't you? It was dirty. It was very dirty. <laughs> oh, Lordy. We haven't even done our intro yet. Oh, yeah. Hi, Terrence. I'm Rachel. <laughs> I'm Teresa. <laughs> this is Terrence Charles. Why did I forget what it was? <laughs> I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. so long um so we record our episodes all in like one day we'll just research a heap and then catch up and record them because we do not have the time to record every week that we live like an hour away from each other yes so So. it's easier to just like bulk record we have our first like dedicated episode to terror tales like a terror tale so this is a story sent in by daddy or stanley and she sent in a story for the Aradale Asylum. That was like at the end of that episode. But she sent in a full like document over emails with something that she'd written out. And gonna be honest, neither of us have read this. <laughs> and we decided I, right before I this. I thought you had read this. So I was going through the emails, was it last night or something? Just going through the emails because she was like, I catch up every few weeks. And I saw this email from a random person. I was like, who the fuck is this? Rachel. I thought she was like signing us up to like random shit with the email again. <laughs> Didn't you do it before? Was it like Netflix or something? No, I connected my after pay to it. <laughs> what? 
she made like yeah. heaps of accounts in my name, so all of my shit is like tainted. <laughs> I'm okay. fine with it, but I was just like, what the fuck is this bitch setting us up for? Yeah, no. Um So I like I grazed over I didn't graze I didn't raise it, but like I looked at how long it was mm-hmm. and then you said that it was a tarot tale and I was like, okay, I won't read it. Thinking that you'd already read it and you were gonna read it to me, like I one of our cases. I had to like sit down and read it, and I just hadn't. Okay, and so... I still haven't. <laughs> well, so it'd be a surprise for both of us. This is very like a raw reaction from both of us. Yeah, because normally whenever one of us are researching a case, we'll send each other messages like, "What the like? Oh my fucking god, this just happened!" Yeah, so I've like again like briefly glossed over it. Because I put it into a Word document. So, like, I've seen a little bit of it. But I haven't fully read it. So, Danielle, this is your story. Thank you for sending it in. Yes. Yes. Very excited. Yeah. Either this is going to go really well, or you're going to... Uh, this is going to be a confession of your, you being a serial killer. We're going to have to delete all of this audio. <laughs> <laughs> but it should be fine. We're taking it for questioning. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Let's just read it. Okay. So this is called True Love and Life After Death by Danielle Stanley. So she wrote this in about her parents, I believe. Ooh. And she sent me some photos and stuff as well. I did see some of the photos. Yeah. I don't remember them, but I did see them. So I think that they would have been up to their 52nd anniversary. (gasps) Yay! Yeah. Okay. So this is called True Love and Life After Death. The skeptics, the believers, and then you have the ones who actually witness. People seem to always think that paranormal is things we see while we are awake. Or what about the things we see while we are asleep? Our dreams. The ones we dream over and over and remember each time we dream it. That we have had that same dream before. What does it mean? Why am I dreaming this? My dream is that I am in a huge glass garden atrium. There is a broken wrought iron staircase in the middle. But each time I manage to get to the top of this platform made out of wrought iron also. But then I wake up and remember the dream over and over. This brings me to the night that my dad passed away. I'd gotten quite sick before he died, and I did not know how I was going to live my life without him. I was so sick that I could not see him before he died, because then it would be real, and I would have to admit it to myself. He was going away. But was he? I'm so sorry for your loss. Oh. <laughs> I did already. This is a graze over <laughs> No, it's okay. I read everybody like message her about it, so we can... Okay. Yeah, we're cool. I say that, and she's like, no, you're actually a bitch. <laughs> I don't want you uploading this episode anymore. Take it down. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. But was he? A bit ominous. Very ominous. Interesting. Um, my dad died on the 14th of October 2015. And it was like a shattered nightmare. But I was awake and it was real. No denial. But that night while I was asleep, he came to visit me. He was dressed in a blue shirt and jeans and looked so handsome. Oh, oh makes my heart happy. I walked out the back door onto the decking and he walked across the decking and hugged me. It was like I was awake. It was beautiful. That was not the only time he came to me in my dreams, but more of that later. My parents live in... I should have read this before because I'm not going to be able to pronounce it. Hillsville, Victoria. (laughs) Everyone knew them. My mum was an incomplete quadriplegic and with cerebral palsy, wheelchair bound, who also had Parkinson's. But nothing stopped her and nothing stopped dad from being by her side. Even the 10 years that she was in the nursing home, he went every night to see to see her, take her food, feed her, and it was pure devotion. Aww. That makes me so... I hope... My fucking heart! I hope that I have that kind of love If Dylan day. doesn't do that for me, 
humanity lost. What's like a dog's a dead air on the audio? We were just plotting what we were gonna do if we didn't do that to you. Oh, I'm gonna kill him. I will be featured on the podcast. I'll leave my story in your hands. Oh, okay. But then it happened. Mum was alone in Hillsville. I'd been working with case managers, care providers, etc. to have her come and live with me after the inevitable. But it was not going to happen straight away as mobility needs needed to be put in place to make make it wheelchair friendly. So mum was alone for the first time. She was put to bed in the afternoon by the carers, had dinner made and everything set up for the night. Then the carer left and would, ret- and would return at 9pm for her final check for an hour and then left at 10pm until 9am the next morning. Which I sympathise with you because I had to go through all of that with my mum and it was a lot. Like there is a lot that needs to go in place before you can get proper care. So I totally get that. 9am the next morning, the carer came and dad's clothes, which were folded on a chair at the end of the hall, were flung on the floor down the hall. And they hadn't just fallen off the chair, as they would have been at the foot of it. No, they were flung down the hall. They were not on the floor when the carer left at 10pm and mum can't get out of bed without a hoist and a carer. How did the clothes get thrown down the hall? Then the, ca- then the carer went into the kitchen to get mum's breakfast and two of mum's drinks bo- drink bottles were in the middle of the kitchen floor together. Like, not like they'd fallen off the bench and rolled, but placed in the middle of the kitchen floor together. What the fuck? That's not okay. Dude. That's not okay. <laughs> oh. Two weeks later was bittersweet. Mum had to say goodbye to her longtime carers. And goodbye to the place she shared with her beloved Max and make the hour and a half journey to Karim Downs where she would now come and live with me and my partner. It was hard for her and, and, and us, a lot of adjustment for everyone. She needed 24-7 care. That's where I stepped in and took over dad's role. Mum had lived with us for about two months. Christmas had come and gone. Life was hard. Mum was heartbroken and missed her Max every day. I'm going to cry. No. But one morning she told me dad was there last night sitting on her bed just looking at her. I asked if he said anything and she said no. He just sat and looked at her. This went on every night. Mum would tell me the next morning. There was one night when he did something different. My partner and I had had words and that night when dad was there, he was pacing through the house as if distressed, mum said. I need out of the, I needed to get out of the house so I decided to apply for a little job in a takeaway shop local while mum had her carers there. I was hesitant about leaving mum but that night in my dreams dad appeared once again and this time in a white suit bright and shiny. He came up to me and handed me ten dollars and walked over to what seemed to be a food van, a food van and ordered a latte. Then I woke up he was giving me a sign to take the job and I did. I got fucking chills. I've got chills in my entire body right now. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking cry. Yeah. I mean, I can't relate. I don't know my dad, but I'm gonna fucking <laughs> cry. <laughs> so precious, oh. After only working a re- week, I could not leave mum like that, so I quit and went back to spending twenty four seven looking after her. Which, by the way, that there's no shame in that whatsoever. Like, no, oh caring, my God. So, caring for someone is a that is a full time job. Job, yeah. Um. Spending 24-7 looking after her. We used to talk, laugh, and cry, and just reminisce. A couple of days later, she told me while we were out the back, decided, um, out the back decking, Dad was sitting beside me on the outdoor couch. I could not see him, but obviously she could. I asked her why she didn't say anything to me, and she told me she was not allowed, and that I had to figure it out for myself. 
Still don't know what that meant. Once again, he came in my dreams. This time it was out on the back decking. I was sitting on the ground and he leant over me and whispered, your sister will be okay, don't worry. My sister having an extended amount of health issues, it's like he wanted to reassure me. It was quite soothing. And that was the last time I saw him. But mum still continued to see him every night about 2am. She said he arrived and sat and watched and waited mum and waited. Mum told me he wanted to wanted her to go with him but she wasn't ready his visits got longer and longer every night until the night on the night of the 4th of february 2016 we had tacos mum had never had them and insisted that she eat them by herself so i so i put a towel over her while she was in bed and she asked why i was doing that and when she finally managed to feed herself the bed in the the feed herself the bed in the floor i took the towel off and shook it outside and said that's why we needed that and we laughed for the last time. I gave her meds at 10pm to settle down for the night and told her I loved her. But for some reason that night she did not say it back. Mum woke me up about 12.30am acting quite weird and I could hear her on the intercom which was in my room asking for help. I got up, I got up out of bed and she wasn't herself. She didn't know me or her companion dog Spunky. <laughs> who she loved dearly. Half an hour later, I'd called the doctor on call and he arrived about 2am and put it down to a UTI, which I half expected beforehand. My husband got up at 3am as he had to go to work. He left at 4am. I was sitting with mum and her breathing became shallow, so I rang an ambulance. They informed me to proceed with CPR, which I was trained for as a qualified carer. It was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I got to 600 compressions. Holy shit. That was me, not her. And the ambulances <laughs> showed me I would need to come to the hospital. I had some decisions to make. They had her on the ambulance trolley. As they were wheeling her out of the house, she became conscious for a brief brief second. She screamed this scream that I would never get out of my head, shook and was out again. But this time she never woke up. She passed away on this on Saturday morning, 24 hours later, to join her max. They'd only been apart for three months and three weeks. It was now the 6th of February, 2016. Mum was 63, Dad was 66. Mum was cremated. I hadn't picked up her ashes and I had a dream she was sitting beside her hospital bed, no wheelchair. She looked at me and said, I want to come home. So the next day, my partner picked up her ashes and she's been home with me ever since. I never heard from Mum again after that dream, but I'm sure they're happy wherever they are. We're literally crying. I shouldn't have been the one to read this. I'm not fucking okay. I'm so sorry for your loss, Danielle. The entire time, I got chills. The entire time. Holy shit. I was with my mum when she passed away. And she, like, we went through all of that with the the different breathing and all of that. But she was in a hospital at that time. My mum passed away less than, almost two months ago. For anyone who doesn't know. Because we did an update thing, but not heaps of people... I don't think a heap of people listen to it. So at the same time, my analytics are kind of... Yeah. So for anybody that didn't listen to it, my mum passed away um, almost two months ago. So... Oh, I felt that. I shouldn't have been the one to read that. I'm going to cry. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Do you want to take oh. a moment? No. No? Okay, that's okay. Danielle, that was really beautiful. That was. Thank you so much for sending that in. I won't lie, I was expecting something a lot more, like, haunted. I wasn't expecting to cry. I wasn't, that was beautiful. That was very beautiful. 
She also said that she has some other stories. We might just have a full Danielle series. <laughs> Danielle, would you Make be down for that? Make a separate playlist on YouTube. The Danielle series. <laughs> Do you think we'll get featured on Dr. Phil? <laughs> I'm so glad that people get to see your laugh. I love it when you laugh like that. <laughs> <laughs> And no, it keeps like lifting. So it I was on my down. old hard drive, but I'm trying to get my money back for it because it's been fucking with me the entire time ever since I got it. Ah, um, and yeah, so I no, your, your pizza sticker keeps lifting. That's I why know, I'm stroking your pizza. But I don't want to get rid of it. No, it's, it's cute. cute. It's fine. I keep stroking it. Yeah, stay there. <laughs> That's such a weird Danielle, thing. you wrote this one at one of the AM hours. <laughs> And it was beautifully written. So feel free to do that again. Have you ever considered taking up writing? <laughs> oh, that was so beautiful. Okay, I think that that's it for this episode. This one's going to be a fairly short one. It's sort of going to be like... I don't know what order we're going to um, upload these. I think that this one's being uploaded first. But that being said, we've got some pretty gnarly cases. So we might have to separate them with this one. Yeah. Although last week's was pretty gnarly too. What was last week's? Jesse, Madison, Colton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think just leave the upload schedule as we've got it like yeah. planned well, out. Just so leave it. Next week we have a list. We do. We're very organised. We didn't look at us go. Okay. Next week is Derek Percy. And this is a funny story. Alright, so yeah. <laughs> I'll explain this in the Intro to that episode, but we already recorded Derek Percy. Neither of us remember. Like I, it, it's like some glitch in the Matrix type shit, where like we recorded that entire episode, I and neither of us remember recording it. I remember you saying that when you were listening back to it to edit it, that I got up to put one of the cats out. I remember that, but I don't remember the case. But we literally like blanked out after that. I don't because I had to check on my laptop to see if we'd even recorded it because I, I did the editing. So I was like, oh, did we record that? Because I literally didn't remember it at all. At all. No. And that's like, what we I get had... for recording back to back though. No, but I had the, I remember the other cases and like I had the audio yeah. there, but it was really off. <laughs> so we're re-recording it because it didn't sound right and it's, neither of us remember it. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. So that's a really, really bad case. So, and I'm very desensitized to stuff, and I didn't put enough trigger warnings in. So yes, we were doing. Ever since you brought that up, I've been putting more trigger warnings throughout my episodes. Because well. the thing is, we are very desensitized. And it feels to like it. at the beginning of the episode, we should put trigger warning as to what is being talked about. So if there's mention of suicide, put yes. that in. Yeah. At the beginning. So if anyone, I think so too, is a little bit more sensitive to that. Mm. Yeah. Because we're really desensitized to it. We listen to a lot of <laughs> we're just gnarly shit. fucked up. We really are. There's that case that I need to tell you about. Are we going to say this episode? This is, like, we haven't even hit 20 minutes, so you might as well talk about it okay, now. Okay, so this Please is going to be a, like, this episode is a listener tales, but if you've already listened to that and you don't want to hear really, really gruesome shit, stop here. Yeah. <laughs> 
don't feel, feel like place yeah, to stop. this is there's no oh no I was gonna say there's no way we can upload this to YouTube because it's so gruesome and I just realized that I found it on YouTube that's <laughs> where I got it from <laughs> we, we just won't be monetized so Bella Fiore yeah. is a Australian YouTuber and she talks about mainly Australian cases and she <clears> talked <throat> about one of her videos I was watching the other day it was fairly recent if you go to Bella Fiore's page and you look at the um, Mystery Monday episodes it's a fairly recent one and it's a 13 year old boy and he was he wanted to hitchhike somewhere I think him and his, him and his friend they wanted to like go you know like start a you know like what they, they want to like see the world have fun yeah so they were Who going to at 13? <laughs> well they so him and his friend were going to hitchhike and so they went and they were trying to get people to pick them up but nobody had and then they saw this car pulled over on the side of the road and like that, this doesn't matter. But like they, they, the people who were in it was like, yeah, no, we can take you. That's okay. Oh, and they ended up driving them to this really when desolate this? area. I don't know. Nice. Not two thousands, I don't think. Okay, you guys are not. I'm guessing maybe around seventies, eighties. I would say that it's because that that's era, when like seventy eighties. Like fucking, that's when the whole entire like stranger danger thing wasn't yeah. really a thing. But so. there was. Like the, so they he like these men they drove, these two, like thirty like teenagers young teenagers yeah to this desolate place and they started like brutally torturing this kid and like making the other one watch and join in and and this other boy he ended up having to like sort of side with their attackers just to try and get back home and tell somebody about what was ha- like what happened so i don't like blame him at all i don't, I, if, I don't want to hear see anybody we were talking about this earlier this morning on the phone i don't want to but... see anybody like because he ended up saying oh can like can i help like I, I promise like i'm on your side like that sort of thing because he was trying to stay alive and also in they that were going situation to kill where him. fight or flight kicks in you go yeah. you think of every single possibility that like you could get out of it alive. Well, they were going to Who kill wouldn't? him, and then if they had killed him, nobody would know what happened to either of them. Like, and so many more, know. like other kids, would have fallen victim to. And them. they told him, they said, "We like they dropped him home because at the end of it, they said we'll drive you home. What's your address?" And he couldn't think of any other address to tell them, so he gave them his address. And they go, "I know where you live. If you tell anybody, I will do the exact same things that I did to your friend." So I'm so sorry, I can't remember the name. But yeah. And then, you know what he did? He went immediately inside and told his parents. Good. Immediately. Good. So, like, that's... You can't blame him. Like, that... Yeah. I mean, I understand that he would have been absolutely terrified. And the police didn't... But that's the best thing he could have done. believe him at at first. Because they were like, oh, these kids are, like, trying to run away. Like, they just don't want to, like, get in trouble for it. Sort of thing. But no. And then he, like, took them to the body and everything. But the torture of this child was so, so brutal and so extensive. Like, they they beat him with shovels, with rifles. They hit him so hard in the jaw that they snapped the rifle in half. Oh, my God! They, um, they used a, like, a, you know, like a, a leather hole punch in his oh, ears. Oh, the fall, I can't. <laughs> like in, his, in his ears. They hole punched his ears. They... I mean, the most horrific sexual assault. They um, stuffed half of the clothing that he was wearing down his throat, as well as his um, 
I'm not even going to go like, into that because it's so it's so horrific. I can't even. I'm I like I can't cover it. It's just too horrific. And I covered Kellyanne Bates. Yeah. And like this going into, I can't. Like I'll. For those of you who afterwards, but. Uh, kind of having hard remember like a hard time remembering remembering that case it's the case about domestic abuse yeah um and violence and her so. injuries were extensive oh my god they we had to take like what a half hour to hour break yeah. afterwards no yeah. not even i think it was about half hour yeah but it was because horrific. both of us were just fucked yeah that was yeah no and like, just from what you've told me there, I like the ear part. That's what gets me most. And I love at piercings, the end of it, and I, he was buried alive, I, and that was his death. And so I feel they so did, sorry for that other kid. What they did is they did every possible method to torture this child to the very point, just enough so that he wouldn't die, just enough so that he was alive for it all. These sort of like pathology that it takes for you as like, a that person is, to do that to a, a child there is a huge difference between a like a serial killer just killing someone like going on a killing spree and someone actively torturing someone and dragging out their death they literally did every possible thing they could think of they fun. burned him like they it oh my god I don't understand people like they this. lit like know. a can a can and then like lit it and used that as like a flamethrower on him yeah like I will list all the things but they're every possible thing that you can think of to torture someone just enough so that he wouldn't so that he'd still be alive for all of it and then they buried him alive and that was a like the burying alive was like a merciful end for him like how I can't even fathom that and I won't cover that case on the podcast I can't I don't think I'll be able to listen to it I can barely I listen to what can't. you just said like it's horrific it's yeah. horrible I don't I don't understand how there's people out there that can do that I really don't and it was two men that did it together first of all how do you as a person do that and also how do you meet someone that also wants to do that yeah like whether they chartered friends or something like no they like, met in the army they were in the military. <laughs> they were military personnel. They don't sit right So with there me. was a corporal and then there was a recruit. And the recruit, like the corporal sort of took this recruit under his wing. And they then that together... That don't sit right with me! They then together went and tortured children. That's fucked up! Mm-hmm. And that was in Australia? That's... It's in Australia. What? Yeah. There's so many Australian cases that we don't hear about. Like, so much. So much. I'm covering one in a few weeks for you guys, and it's in, like, an Adelaide-based case. Holy shit, it is so fucking interesting. My next three cases are Aussie. Oh, really? Kind of. So, Derek Percy, he's Aussie. Okay. Because we don't remember that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, so Derek Percy, he's Aussie. The next one is... I don't know if I should tell them all. Let's do it. Um, they're not <laughs> listening to this phone, right? Grace Mullane, uh, she was a British tourist, but this happened in New Zealand, not Australia. So it's like, no, not. That's not Australian then, bitch. I mean, I'm doing an American case. I think. This is no, he's American, yeah. I mean, we haven't done any from New Zealand yet, though. So no. That's fun. that's fun. 
We should do others from like other like smaller countries. Yeah. So like a lot of from like England and America. We should do some and that the like one after that is John Wayne Glover and he is Aussie. <gasps> and I have four books of like Australian cases. Two of them are just straight like Australian cases and then I think there's one that's like detectives talking about Australian cases and Ooh. then it's the other one is Australian detectives talking about cases that they've worked on. Something like that. Sounds like a good song. Yeah, it's actually been really good. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm covering John Wayne... I'm like researching John Wayne Glover at the moment and there's so much. Because you told me no more children. I did. So I went to grannies. We're doing very well. <laughs> we're doing very well with this recording session. None of our cases involve child murderers. I literally just talked. Oh no, the about... Derek. Well, yeah. Okay. But like the Derek Percy guy and... But we're not doing like an actual case. We just grazed over it. You don't remember anything from Derek Percy, do you? No. I literally just said besides Derek Percy. Yeah, I was going to say like you just like grazed over it. No, the other one with the two boys. I was going to say, I was like, does she think we graze over it in Derek Percy? Because he's a monster. No, I literally don't remember anything. I don't remember. I don't don't remember. Short term memory loss or something. I don't remember anything about that case either. And I have the rest of research. I do remember it. I just mean I don't remember recording it. (laughs) This is the surprise to both of us. (laughs) Oh no. I'm kind of glad we got this on video recording. (laughs) Like me and my fucking silent laughs. (laughs) They're so funny. I love them so much. Well, it's either a high pitched reach or silence it's funny when it's both <laughs> like you do the expression for the screech you're like <laughs> nothing nothing comes out there it is there it is stop you're making me self-conscious about my love i love it <laughs> oh, because like my talking ears. voice is very soft as it we is, have come yeah. to notice during the podcast but my laugh is a fucking screech. Unless it's not like mine. We got pretty much the same laugh. It's like a behemoth. <laughs> <laughs> My laugh is so obnoxious. <laughs> I either the waste a point of coughing, yeah. I'm silent, or I'm screaming. But I've had people mock me when I like scream laugh. But that's like, like I find that genuinely fucking hilarious laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Along with the silent laugh. But like I self conscious. I'll tell you later who mocked me. It was a guy from high school. You you know him. Come here. <laughs> I know. He has the nerve. I know We were sitting down as a group playing Cards Against Humanities in one of the like rooms or whatever. And then I laughed oh, at in the something. sessions that I was never invited to. Probably. <laughs> Um, but like I laughed at something at something and he turned to me and literally mocked my laugh to my face. Guys, you don't know him, but his entire life is a joke. So oh, it fucking <laughs> is. Didn't he try to hook up with you multiple times? 
Oh, I don't think we're going there. We're airing my dirty laundry now. Because <laughs> there's so much. No, we're, we're airing out hits because you denied it. Didn't you? You turned it down. Oh my god, my taste in men is so bad. Aside from currently. I didn't pick this one, that's why it's good. <gasps> I just got handed it on a platter and I was like, yeah, it looks good. No, it's that's nice. Like, that's nice. I'll take it. I'll go with that. <laughs> a year later. <laughs> We should wrap it up here before we like spill too much. We're really airing out the laundry right now. <laughs> yep. Okay. So <laughs> you want me to wrap it up? Yes. All right. Um, thank you for listening to us, and for those who are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching our first video podcast recording. I don't know what the fuck I'm call these podcast visual. You're smart. Snappy. <laughs> I like it. Thank you for watching to our first podcast visual. visual. Yeah. I hope you'll have a magnificent day. Thank you for listening to us. And thank you to Danielle. Yes, Danielle. Thank you for Danielle. Uh, thank fuck me. Jesus. Thank <laughs> you for Danielle. Thank you for her. <laughs> We're like doing a prayer Dan- now. <laughs> Danielle, <laughs> thank you for your terror tale. It was heart-wrenching, but... It was It was like a happy ending. It was. And it's like a really sad, but it's like they're together. Yeah. Thank you. Follow us on all of our socials at Instagram at Terror Styles Podcast and by the same handle on TikTok. We have a Twitter. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I don't go on Twitter, so I don't know how well that's going. Terror. There we go. I only really do tweets when we're uploading something right okay or like in replying to i have retweeting twitter something. but only because like a lot of people talk shit about things on twitter from tiktok and so i downloaded twitter so i know what they're fucking talking about that's the only reason why i have it but i don't follow anyone really i don't really go on it a lot i only really go on it to post when we're doing an update and things like that acast automatically up um uploads an update to twitter to right. say that we've uploaded an episode with the ah, link which is that's pretty fun that is pretty cool that um, is very cool so um if any of you have your own terror tales like this one it can be heart-wrenching like this or it can be more scary if you want or conspiracy theories yes or cases you want us to cover it yes. can be australian it can be worldwide <laughs> it can be on that topic to we've be. got one case suggestion so far neither of us have done it because you started. I started. And I don't know what it is. I just can't get through it. It is my type of case anyway. It's definitely your type of case. I don't know what it is about it, but it's just like every time I've gone to research it, it's just gone like one in... I was going to say in one ear and out the other, but I'm reading it. So in one eyeball and, and out, out the other. other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Oh, please. In one eyeball and out the other. Wait, that's kind of funky. Oh my god, little earrings, but like their eyeballs are one. I love that. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay. Um, if you have any tarot tales, email us at tarotalespodcast at gmail.com. And make sure to follow us on whatever streaming platform you are listening to us on. Yes, currently. a lot of... Uh, I don't think that any of our listeners... Oh, there's a few. There's like three, probably. Um, will any of our listeners actually follow us on the streaming platforms? I don't know, I don't know who all five people are. You, me, and my mum. <laughs> no, my stepdad did because I did it on his phone. So. Oh, <laughs> that's four. <laughs> I know my mum follows us great. on Spotify. Yeah. She's like, no, I don't listen to you, but I followed you. That's enough. It's enough. It's That's probably. enough. If you guys don't like listening to it, she can't, she it can't even s- do horror movies. Send it to someone who wants to. Yeah. Or steal your boyfriend's phone or girlfriends or partners. Oh, and you, they won't even know. Follow us. <laughs> Support. Do you know what I'm going to do? Zach doesn't listen to these episodes. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go onto his YouTube account and I'm going to... I'm just going to search our page so that it comes up and he's recommended every day. <laughs> it's going to be like... <laughs> Add to watch later. <laughs> yeah. You can never escape me, baby. Put on the like, little bell notification. Yes. <laughs> yes. Haunt his life with your presence. I'm going to turn on all notifications for every day. <laughs> never escape me. Okay, we need to wrap this up. Uh, yes. Thank you for listening to us and we will catch you on the flip side. <laughs>